0: Okay, so how long have you been coming to Spain? Uh, Since 1987.
1: I've forever loved Stansburg because of the people. Uh, they're real people. They, they,
2: they help the community and their family own and operate. And the food, the quality, and service has always been phenomenal. And anywhere I'm at, I, I always
1: recommend people to them. It's, it's great food, and you get enough love for your money. If you need a good place to eat and you want a good environment to support the community and support effort of, of the
0: Jackson community, I recommend Stamps uh, Super Burger TV cut like I said Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and for all those who's listening and watching it from around the world and we are now live from the corner of Dalton and Lynn Street. It's the show where we take you inside the game before the game begins. It's the, the pre-game. Pre-game. with your host, Charles Bishop and Neely. So get ready because we pre-game harder than the other show's part. It's the pre game Welcome into the pregame
2: show, midweek edition, Bishop Neely here on a Wednesday night and we are coming off of a homecoming victory, Neely. What's going on, my brother?
1: Man, can I complain coming off a homecoming victory, just talking with A.D., our producer in the background about Pop-Tarts and something else. (laughs) Shout out to AD Drew, baby. They, yes,
2: indeed. They can't
1: hear or see you, AD, but they we appreciate your work, brother. And your <laughs> and your pregame show commentary before we go live.
2: <laughs> <laughs> AD Drew, of the Black College Sports Network. Thank you, my brother. Well, the Tigers coming off a 22 to 14 homecoming win over Campbell. I tell you what, Neely, um, y- y- you take a look at this game. Campbell, 121 yards, I believe, in the first quarter. Limited to 126 yards the rest of the way, the defense. Uh, again, we say it week in, week out, man. They came to play. Ah, a theme there. We came to play. How about this?
1: I love it. I love it. Look at you, Chuck. You, you, you ready, man? You are ready. <laughs> it, you know, Chuck. It was once again uh, another game where at moments it felt like, uh oh. But when you get to the end of the game, regardless of the score, when you get to the end of the game and you start looking at the stats um, mm. on yards, on third down completion, third down conversions, on pass completions, et cetera, you, you really start to see that, oh, man, they were, they were never really in it. But yet mm. they were. It, 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 yeah. was very, it was a very tough opponent, well-coached team, well-prepared, matched up well. Uh, and, and when the offense got flat in the red zone, uh, the defensive intensity when it was their turn to go out there—I mean, it just didn't waver. It gave up, you know, a fluke play like we always do from time to time. Uh, so that that twenty-two to fourteen is kind of kind of misleading. It was really more like twenty-two to seven. But mm-hmm. in that twenty-two to fourteen, I think there's some lessons learned about how you don't stop playing because get this, Chuck—they mm-hmm. get that onside kick, and if they score, and get a two-point conversion. We're going to overtime. We're going, yeah. Three minutes before that, the game was absolutely
2: over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great point. I mean, you take a look at the score. I believe it was twenty-two to seven, and then they get this uh, score at the end of the game. So we kind of had to hunker back down uh, mm-hmm. right at the end of the game and, and, and cover that onside uh, that onside attempt. But uh, great job, and, and we'll do it in inverse order today. Uh, we'll talk about this defense. Aubrey Miller, FCS National Defensive Player of the Week, thirteen well deserved, well, well deserved thirteen solo stops. Uh, if uh, FedEx ground, uh, FCS national player, defensive player of the week, I should say, swag defensive player of the week. Uh, but you talk about huh, Aubrey flying around in this game, but hey, he had that eye, uh, and you don't want to be in his way when he has that eye coming for you, but
1: yeah, had that eye, man. And you know, he was when you just look at the, the ups and downs of the season, you know, you had that that targeting call where he had to, had to sit at half, you know, going into Bethune, so this was like a full a full game back, if you will, and had that eye all week, you know, in the locker room, was passionate, making sure everybody was locked in because, you know, there were a lot of celebrities around, a lot of reasons to get unfocused with it being homecoming. And he was one of those team leaders who was saying, hey, man, we got to lock in. And when you t- when you look at the accolades that he got, his performance that week, man, think about the ones that got away. How many almost sacks did we have?
0: Whoa. How many
1: – how many almost tackles did we have? I mean, yeah. you know, he was flying around and, and leading that bunch. So really no surprise that he was defensive player of the game and then got some national honors for his performance that week as well. Uh, and and he is still tracking and trending to be one of those guys that has a, a NFL future uh, from Jackson State. And that's one of the things Coach Prime has really harped on. Is like if we're going to go next level, you got to be dominant. Uh, mm-hmm. We got to prove that we can play in a dominant fashion and go to the next level. And if the anybody from the NFL looks at the game tape uh, versus Campbell mm-hmm. and, and what a team to do it against—precisely another top twenty-five team, another team uh, with a with a top fifteen, I think they were recruiting class, uh, a team that has done well, you know, against power fives. And then you have a player who gets national defensive honors uh, during that game, man. What a game to show up in, and really show that you can be dominant.
2: Yeah, we said this game was going to be won in the trenches. Uh, Definitely Jackson State's defensive line came to play in this one. Uh, But then you take a look at it, uh, you take a look at the factors that we brought out uh, in the pregame show. Uh, This was the biggest uh, FCS offensive line that this Tiger team was going to see. Uh, They averaged uh, something ridiculous across the front, like 330-plus or something to that effect. But huge offensive line, but our defensive line was able to get the job done and limit that ground attack from Campbell this past week.
1: See, dog, you're about to get mad at me. You're about to get mad at me. Now, who who more than Neely loves this Tiger defense? Who has been singing the praises in this Tiger defense since spring ball, you know, other than other than or unlike Neely? But I got to tell you, when it comes to that D line, I, I'm, I'm going to give them a, a C-chuck on, on this. Mm. Uh, you know, when when your linebackers and safeties are uh, getting all those tackles in the game, it means they're getting through their front. Uh, and, and we're used to stopping that run at the line of scrimmage or shortly thereafter, and and we gave up some some things with people out of position. Uh, and, and you know, when I say a C in the real world, Chuck is probably a B plus. But the mm-hmm. standard at Jackson State and the standard at Under Coach Prime and the standard under Dennis Thurman, I guess, is wearing off on me. And I saw some saw some moments where the tackling could have been better, the alignment and the assignment and the technique could have been better. Uh, but at the end of the day, the job was done. Tigers got out of there with a 22 to 14 victory. The defense, you know, once again, man, we just we just don't let people score more than twice on us, and sometimes they only score once. Great point. You starting to get a little
2: bit of Dennis Thurman Russian judge in you, Neil?
1: <laughs> hey, you know, I man, you just you just you just walk around with a frown on your face because I don't care what's right, something ain't right, you know. So... <laughs> Hey, hey <laughs> speaking of speaking of man, I was uh, on campus today in the makeshift studio that we commandeered for the pregame show, and uh, uh, Dennis Sturman walked by a couple times with that scowl and you know kind of looked at me like, hey, "Man, you you ain't doing nothing." Like, you, you, and so I so I turned up the volume so he could hear I was editing something for Coach Pryor. You know, like because you just you just can't not be doing nothing. Like you gotta you gotta be busy when you walk by.
2: You can't not be doing that. That is so true with Dennis Turban. I tell you what, he uh, uh, that the perpetual scowl from Dennis Turban, buddy. I tell you, <laughs> I tell you, we take a look on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, Sivion Wilkerson, uh, sweat newcomer of the week, had another huge game 24 carries, 116 yards. Uh, you know, we say the offense was a, a kind of clunky at times, uh, this past week. Uh, but Simeon. uh, Man, he is a bellwether with regards to this uh, Jackson State offense, a ground attack, man. And it makes such a difference for this offense.
1: You know, when you look at Shadur Sanders with his touchdown pass uh, to DJ Stevens, and, and, and you have to realize the, the momentum swing that that provided for the game. But there's a reason that Savion is the offensive player of the game. You know, because uh the 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 way we were able to control the clock and manage the game and get first downs and ground and pound and literally, you know, test the wheel of their defense and, and after you tackle Savion once or twice, you really don't want to tackle him a third or fourth time.
0: That's like you know, he, he
1: just he just knows how to make you uh bend to his wheel with that physicality. So uh, you know, I'm not I'm walking out to the fifty yard line with Coach Brian to record you know the 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 exchange between the two coaches at the end of the game, if you will, and and I'm hearing Richard on the PA system announcing Savion is uh, offense player of the game, and I just had to do that Tiger Woods like that fist pump because that guy was literally the heart and soul of this team this past weekend, man. Like I I don't know where we are during that game if it's not for his ground attack and what he was doing.
2: No doubt about it. We take a look at the Jackson State passing game. Shador Sanders, 23 of uh, 31. Uh, 233 yards, 411 yards of total offense uh for Jackson State. Uh and you know, you know, we we talked a little bit about, you know, this game against Campbell sort of being, you know, that quotation marks, measuring stick, you know, because y'all ain't
1: playing nobody. Y'all ain't playing nobody.
2: Man, you sound just like him. <laughs> uh, or
1: at least when they type it, that's how I read it. Yeah.
2: Right, exactly. Uh, but this Tiger team, they came through, and, and let's not leave out the special teams. Uh, they bogged down in the red zone, quite honestly. Uh, but it's always refreshing when you when you know you can come up with some points down in the red zone. Squiggy, another big game uh, for Jackson State in terms of uh, Alejandro Mayer, uh, in terms of knocking in those field goals. Getting points, coming away with points, means a huge makes a huge difference with regards to uh this Jackson State offense uh always coming away with something. Yeah, math is
1: math, man. You know, uh three times three is nine, Chuck, and nine is two more than seven. And when you are struggling and struggling to score against a team, and you're doing all you can to score against a team, and you just can't find a way to score, and then you finally do, and then they got three field goals, and you're like, damn. It took me all that time to get seven. I don't know if I got 14 in me. And so mm. when you have uh, a, a guy like Mata, as Coach Brian calls him, squeaky, it doesn't matter where he is on the field. He can make it. You know, he's automatic. It just changes how you call the game, how you manage the game, because you know, all right, I still got the big joker in my hand. Like, I mm. know if I know, I, I know no matter how many books I've lost, I'm going to win one book because he's going to get me three points. And so it just changes the complexity and the math of game management that he can go out there and nail them. We did have a, a a PAT blocked, and that's mm-hmm. something that they worked on, been working on this week, you know, to clean up and fix that. So that that, that doesn't happen because the only misses he's had this year have come from blocks. Uh, right. And so he he is he is that guy, Chuck, and and it, and we need him big time. Here, here's what's funny: when you talk about the standard, uh, you, you talked about QB one Shadur's numbers. Hit me with those numbers again, Chuck. I'm going to show you something.
2: Uh, Shadour's numbers are 20. Let me pull it up real quick. 23 of 31 for 233, uh, 233 yards, one touchdown, one pick.
1: 23 of 31, don't have a calculator in front of him. That's probably still ch- churning around 70-plus 70 percent, 77 percent, something like that. Yeah. 200-plus 200, mm-hmm. 200 yards, a touchdown pass, one interception, so the ratio there is clean. And you talk about the standard, Chuck. Like, that's a bad game. You're right. Like You're right. a guy, a guy throws for seventy percent completion, and it's a bad game. Like you know, <laughs> what what are teams going to do when we score on special teams and not just field goals and PATs, but a house call? What are they going to do when we have a defensive score in the same game? And what are you going to do when he's forty or fifty passing and four touchdowns? Like that's how on the cusp this team is—the fine line between we're we're winning. Like, you know, and most of these games are, are not even close when you look at the statistical data. They're close on the scoreboard on a quarter or two. But what's going to happen, Chuck, when we really turn that corner and all these things line up like it did against FAMU or like it did that first quarter uh, in Jacksonville against Bethune-Cookman? I mean, like, we're we're right there, man. We're Yeah, right y'all,
2: there. you're almost, you know, waiting on that other shooter drop because you know it's going to happen at some point. Uh, and it will, Wow, whoa. What a yeah, weekend. I, I, I,
1: don't, I don't know if our audience is most of our audience probably ain't old enough to know about the other shoe dropping, you know. <laughs>
0: that,
1: that's, that's, that's when you know Mister's in the bed when you heard the other shoe hit the floor. <laughs> well,
2: I swear I just tee him up for you. I swear. I yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: and then, then you also date us. I mean, my gray beard and your bald head dates us but then you say stuff like the other shoe dropping. That's like, that's like drop. That's like saying dropping a dime. Any folks watching? ain't never used no pay phone, man. We just, right. no time. Just make no call.
2: Exactly. Well, a huge twenty-two fourteen win over Cavill. Of Big course, post game comments. Let's go ahead and roll those post game comments from Coach Prime and others. Hmm.
3: about that last seven. Well, we'll take it. Uh, tough fought victory. Well, Coach. Well, coach, team, Um, we overcame some adversity and we went went out there and got it. We got
1: the W. That's what it's all about. You've often said the best games are games that could have gone either way. That's what people remember. There were moments in this game it looked like it would go either way. Yeah, it was. I mean, this team is good.
3: You can't take it for granted. I know we're undefeated, but sometimes people think that stuff is easy. This is not easy what we're doing out here. This is not easy what these young men are accomplishing. This is not easy what these coaches are accomplishing. This stuff is hard. I know we make it may make it seem
1: as though it's easy, but this is not easy whatsoever. You know, you talked about uh, on Friday at practice. I knew that was going to be overcome. Yeah, I talked about
3: it uh, in the meeting as well. But we overcame adversity. We made some mistakes that we don't normally make, especially that. I'm not going to talk about the interception right now. I'm going to put him up for adoption right now. <laughs> we was talking about that doing the doing the song, doing the fight song. I said, dog, you know I'm still mad right now, right?" But he has to learn from that and uh, just take what they're giving.
1: You know, you you've said that we're gonna have penalties, but we got to mm-hmm. work on the timing of them. Yes. Had a false start that took away a red yes. zone yes. opportunity and yes. some yes. other penalties.
3: And we fumble, we fumble. We don't normally. Well, yes, we do. We do. We normally do stu- stupid stuff like that. If we want to be dominant and go down in history as one of the best that I've ever played it, we got to be consistent and we got to eliminate eliminate mm-hmm. those little necessities that keep holding us back to our true
1: destiny. Big homecoming victory yes. next re- week. Down. Southern's gonna be 60,000. Can you let me get through tonight?
3: Enjoy tonight. I'm going to go get with the D.O. Beautiful lady here. And we're going to do that tonight, all right? Do, leave Southern where they are right now. I love them. I can't wait to, to see us perform against them. But, uh, DJ, big day. Yeah. that's my first college
1: touchdown, you know. It's been a long time coming, but I just stayed down, kept working hard, stayed humble, and trusted the process. Now, as a guy that's at practice all the time, man, I see what Coach Brew does with you and the way he coaches you up, and it paid off today. Yeah, so I love Coach Brew. He's he one of the best coaches I've had in my whole life. He always pushed me. He always gonna get the best out of me every day, and that's all you can ask for as a player. Now, what was going through your mind on that release when you were wide open, and the ball is coming to you? We've been running it all all week at practice, and it's been open all week. I just had to trust trust the play. Couldn't couldn't rush it. I knew I was gonna be wide open. Just had to trust it, catch the ball, and get in the end zone. We will be seeing our tight end in the end zone. Anymore this season. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they finna start coming now. You just had to get that first one. Go Tigers. Yes, sir. Go Tigers. Hey, Shador Sanders, yeah. homecoming victory.
3: Yeah, homecoming win. Come on. You knew that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you found your tight end for a big touchdown.
3: Great play call. That's all it is. Yeah. Great play call.
1: It was a great play call. The running game got going, too, it that opened up some other things.
3: Nah, it most definitely did. It, was, it We start off slow. We stayed consistent in the run game. And, you know, the rest is history. You see the score. 14, yes, sir. we got to finish better, though, but we got to win, homecoming. Game.
1: Head coach didn't want to look ahead, but I'm going to look ahead with you. Southern comes to town next week.
3: Yeah, got to lock in and focus. Same thing we did with this week, but we got to emphasize more running the ball and then just get better offensively. I but believe, I believe. What's
1: Two out. The Memphis way and the Bouette way.
3: Come on, man, I don't even know what to say. I am mean, on the bid just like every week, you know what I'm saying? I know what to say. This shit don't stop
1: do not stop hey, we stamina take
3: day day, we take it day by day man we do our job be consistent and it's easy at the end of the day it's the at way
1: defense man we really didn't even bend today we certainly didn't break
3: uh, i mean we had a few mistakes but like i said it just hurt ourselves man uh, We they didn't do anything we didn't think they was going to do tackles not wrapping up and, and footwork man they just uh will hurt us so we got to make sure that we clear everything up get
1: ready for next week dog how many almost sacks did y'all have today
3: at least about 15. We just got to, you know, be consistent. And the kids being consistent and just being on the same page. As long as we're on the same page, everything should be following in
1: place. You know what I'm saying? Big rival coming to town next week, Southern from Baton Rouge. Uh,
3: uh, we're going we're gonna to break it down just like we broke down every other team.
1: We're going to great practice, Great preparation. We're going to do a wonderful thing. We're going to make it ready. I'm headed to LSC food. And I'm ordering a 5 and a 32. Hey, the bouette way. Shit, don't stop stemming. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Stamina game. Yeah, it's the blue way,
1: baby. Hey, shout out to uh, Brian Johnson out there in the live chat. Brian Johnson said uh the coin toss will be close. The bands might be close, but the game ain't going to be close.
0: Mm,
2: how about that? Put it out there for him, Brian. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. N- nearly, final thoughts as we wrap up Jackson State and Kemp.
1: Uh, again, Chuck, just emphasis on that score and the score kind of being misleading. 22-14, final score, 9-7 at halftime. But when you drill down that data and see how this defense stopped that running game, really not as close as it appears on the scoreboard. And when you look at what we have to clean up in the red zone, you know, we had a turnover in the red zone. We had to settle for field goals in the red zone. We had a penalty to take a safety off the board. We mm. still left about 20 to 24 points out there. And I ain't talking about no imaginary points, like legit points out there. This is still – a 42 to 49 point a game capable on a bad day offense. And if the defense continues to hold people to 14 or less, I mean, these 30, 35 point victories
2: are the norm. Mm, Very good point. Very good
0: point.
1: Well, let's turn the page. Southern Jaguars come to town. I'm like a tombstone. I hate (laughs) them. You don't even know that, man. I hate them anyway.
2: Let's take a look at the tail of the tape. Well, will you take a look at Southern Jackson State a rivalry rivalry like none other? Uh, you know, what comes to mind is, you know, that, that good interstate rivalry, whether you're talking about Ohio State, Michigan or Alabama, LSU, things of that nature. But Jackson State, Southern, let's take a look at it. Uh, both of them come in one and two in a lot of rankings in the SWAC uh, scoring average. Jackson state is first at uh, 40.9 points per game. Southern 39.9 total offense. Jackson state is first 495 yards a game. Southern comes in at 460 yards a game. Russian defense, Jackson state number one, a uh, team's only 73 yards a game. Southern number two at 96 yards per game. Uh, a lot more stats scoring defense, red zone TDs, total defense, Jackson state one, Southern two, this it's going to be a fun one, and let's not forget ESPN game day will be in the building this weekend, so looking forward to it, Neil.
1: Yeah, let's start that last thing first, man. ESPN game day, uh, college game day is coming to Jackson. Going to be set up at the vet. The bus arrives on campus tomorrow, Thursday at 5 p.m., so calling out all of Jackson, all of Jackson, all of Jackson to be at 1400 Lynch Street for the arrival of the college game day bus, you know, that just signals uh, what's, what's going to be happening this weekend. Uh, Desmond Howard was already in town uh, mm. doing some of his pregame interviews. I uh, got to spend some time with him. You get a quick chat with, that we had with him uh, back there in the YouTube feed. Uh, so exciting times, man. College game day is just a whole nother level. You know, you talk about the dominance that Coach Prime wanted to, to build and putting Jackson State and HBCUs on the map no better signal outside of players getting drafted and, and that kind of thing that college game day showing up to your school for a game. So it's going to be a big deal. It is a big deal and it's going to be a major part of the pageantry that takes place before we put this whipping on Southern Jaguars show.
2: And and let's talk about the pageantry. Uh, You mentioned uh, uh, college game day coming to town. And and for those who are not familiar with uh, college game day, I mean, for a lot of us college football fans, this is how we start the day uh, uh, with uh, Lee Corso, Kirk and, 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 and and others uh, with regards to, uh, you know, that college football Saturday, this is a huge deal for it to be at Jackson state
1: Visa. Yeah, it is a huge deal, Chuck. And, you know, there are cultures and there are subcultures. Uh, and and you got people who are into certain things. And a lot of times in the HBCU space, you know, our Saturday mornings, we're out there setting up the tailgate and we're tailgating. We're not necessarily watching TV. But mm-hmm. college game day is one of those subcultures of college football that has become a mainstream thing. Like that program from 8 a.m. Central to 11 a.m. Central, three hours – Yes, they talk about all the games that are taking place. They do their picks and that kind of thing. But it takes place from the atmosphere of one particular matchup, and for them to be with the HBCU, Jackson State, Southern, with that rivalry, it is just huge for both brands. It's huge for HBCUs. It's huge for college football. And it's one of those things that that if this is done right, and it is done in a manner that that matches and exceeds what college game day is used to. You could see this thing happening again and again and again as we struggle and we fight to knock down walls, as Coach Reed puts it, and level the playing field. So, man, this is beyond a big deal. Had the opportunity to sit in on a meeting with Coach Prime, and he called in various department heads from uh, the Sonic Boom director, Dr. Little, head of J. campus police chief, you know, to just talk about, man, what are we going to do to make this right, uh, getting the information out? Because, again, a lot of people – you know, may not be familiar with the program and the making of signs and the getting out there early. And it doesn't matter what the damn weather is, Chuck, you know, it is is a big damn pep rally, you know, and it's taking place in the vet parking lot. Uh, So we're encouraging everybody, Southern fans, Jackson state fans, city of Jackson residents, get to the vet Saturday morning and witness history as college Gang day is at the vet for Jackson State versus Southern, Chuck. Hey, and Chuck, I know we're going to get into some, some stuff, but I already started on my signs, and I made a sign, and then my original sign came up missing, so I had to make another sign.
2: <laughs> How did I know that there was going to be some Neely reference to Chuck Bishop
1: <laughs> hey
2: man, Chuck
1: Bishop stole my damn sign. He ain't swag. So, look, we will have some fun with it, Chuck. Now, thing, yeah. So, we're gonna be promoting it the next couple of days, uh, doing some other interviews, that kind of thing. But hey man, let's get into these Southern Jaguars before we really get deep in them. Oh, other thing, Chuck, we gotta mention mm-hmm. we will not be live Saturday morning like we normally are. We're doing a live Friday. So, again, pregame show will be live Friday, not Saturday morning. And then we're going to really get deep into Southern Jaguar matchup.
2: Yeah, let's take a look at uh, some of the players of note uh, for Southern. Uh, we start at the quarterback position, Rashawn McCray. Uh, he comes into this game. He's thrown, uh, he's a dual threat, thrown for over 1,700 yards, 1,300 yards passing. You uh, take a look at his rushing stats, 411 yards passing, total of 1,700 yards, 17 touchdowns all together. 12 passing, 5 rushing. Uh, They have a stable of running backs, just like Jackson State. They've rushed for 927 yards, 11 touchdowns on the season in the passing game. Six players have 10 catches or more. Uh, They are led by Chandler Whitfield's 18 catches. So we'll get into the deep dive on that Friday night show. But uh, defensively, they only allow 18.4 points per game, 271 yards total uh, for opponents in swag play. Uh, This is Always going to be a tough battle when you're talking about Jackson State and Southern. Throw the records out. Throw all the accoutrements out. Uh, This rivalry uh, is just unbelievable. We've grown up within it. Uh, Southern, you know, broke our 28-game win streak. Uh, We broke their hearts, 2010, the Casey Terrio miracle. Uh, This is a fun, fun rivalry. Yeah, it is, man. Back on that QB reminds us
1: somewhat of Jalen Jones. Uh, You know, a guy that's going to use his legs, uh, you know, 60 runs. So he ain't scared to get outside that pocket. I do think he's probably a better passer than he is a runner. So they're going to challenge us deep at times. Uh, And number 24 is their primary back. that we got to put a body on and make sure our linebackers are disciplined. But I know, Chuck, when we get to Friday night, which is typical Saturday morning, we're going to get in all their personnel uh, alignments and what they like to do. Uh, But they're going to come here to try to pass the ball. Weather dependent. You know, we're a passing team. They're a passing team. Uh they are number two in a lot of things that we're number one in. Uh and, and so this is the overwhelming leader of the SWAC East hosting uh uh the leader of the SWAC West, but the West is still kind of competitive. You know, it could go it is it go, it go, it go, either, way. Either, it go either way. You know, there there's mm-hmm. really some teams in the East that just even if the wheels fall off, they can't catch up with us. But the West ain't really been won or clear cut yet. You know, that Southern Alcorn matchup did give you some separation there uh, but yeah. they're coming they're coming in here unhungry because you know even though we have divisions in the swag all mm-hmm. these games matter unless it's listed as a non-conference such right. as when we when we hosted Grambling. so you you said it best Chuck it's a rivalry records go out the window they don't like us we hate them you know the fans are going to be spirited the only thing worse than a woman out of Washington Parish Monroe is one down to, out of Scotlandville like trust me <laughs> I've done the research I've crushed the crunched the numbers. You can take this to the bank like this, like learn from Neely's mistakes. Don't go out there and make your own people.
0: <laughs>
2: yep, yep, I concur. I concur, sir. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's something
1: so special. You know what? Let me, let, me, uh, let, me, let, me, let me get my mark and change my sign. Chuck didn't steal my sign. A woman from Baton Rouge stole my
2: sign. <laughs> Them thugs. I can always count on it. Oh man, this is gonna be a fun one. You know, we will do the deep dive uh, Friday Night Live this week. Uh, the pregame show, man. Looking forward to it. Uh Chuck B. I,
1: yo, dig this, man. Mm. Dig this. I, again, I know we always say we're gonna say something for Saturday, and then we get into it. But but you know, Southern has won four games in a row. Clearly, we've run four in a row because we haven't lost. Mm-hmm. We put up forty nine points, twenty six points, forty eight points, twenty two points. Their offense has put up 59 points, 45 points, 21 points, and 51 points. Now, none of that has come against the Jackson State defense that's still averaging around giving up nine, maybe 12 points after this past weekend. It's going to be interesting to see who can still hit their averages in this matchup. Ah,
2: I like that. that is when the
1: Im- when the immovable object meets the irresistible force, What what's going to happen? You know, will we be held below our rushing average, or will be holding below theirs? Will we match our point totals, or will they get theirs? Because for them to get theirs, something astronomical has to happen with our defense, because our defense ain't gave up none of the points that they have that they've scored. Uh, whereas their defense has given up some of the points that we've scored, they just been able to win games. So, Chuck, it's. It's like that Campbell game. This is this is a good measuring stick now. When you look at just the, when you look at the data, when you look at the analytics, yeah. This is a great one to be at to witness. It's going to be one of those games where 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now just like that Casey Terrio game you talked about. Yeah. yeah. You got you I mean I almost cussed. you got I'm, I'm, <laughs> 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 Just say Mofo. You got people lying saying they was at the game. You know, because right. it, was that, it was that big of a deal. You know, this is one of the games. I don't care if it rained on. Go get you a damn poncho. Do what you got to do. Be at the game.
2: Go get your rain suits so now. You know, we'll get into the weather on Friday. But uh, like I said, you know, you throw – Throw out all of it. It doesn't matter if it's rain. Uh, uh, the boom will tell you. It don't rain on the boom. Uh, I was sitting in the stands when it was a thunderstorm. I don't know, five, six years ago, both bands wouldn't leave. I mean, it, it, it is what it is. I mean, uh, this is the beauty of this game. And I always say, when somebody was asking me about Southern, I said, it's like that cousin that comes to family reunion. You really don't mess with them, but you have to. Uh, and that that's that's who they are. They're, they're, they're that, yeah. that first cousin you really don't care for all that much.
1: Well, like I said last week, you know when Southern's been in the town, when the toilet don't full us and the cat's pregnant. So, ain't nothing, ain't nothing change. So You yeah. got to believe when they, when they go back with that air, the toilet's
2: going to be stopped up and the cat going to be pregnant. Boy, I can uh, – boy, you bring it hard and heavy every week. I always know it's coming. We will get into so much more this Friday. <laughs> it is Jackson State be Southern. Bring your signs to college game day. Uh, it's going to be a fun one, folks. Looking forward to it. The pregame show will be there, right there with you. Nearly parting words for our Jackson State fan base or our visitors coming up from Baton Rouge.
1: Parting words to the Jackson State fan base and all visitors coming up from Baton Rouge. If you're here for Thursday, get over to the campus. The music starts at 4 p.m. Thursday. The bus from ESPN College game day pulls up at 5 p.m going to come down that uh, uh, that uh, Lynch Street, I'm sorry, Prentice, that entrance by FD Music Hall is where everything is going to be the hub of the activity for the bus coming to town. College game day will be live from the vet, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Signs, noise, do your thing out there. But you don't want to get there at 8 a.m. If you want to get one of those prime spots and be seen on TV with your sign, you're probably going to have to pull up by 6.30 or 7 a.m., of course kickoff is gonna be a 1 pm kickoff. It's a pink out game. So wear some pink in honor of breast cancer. Bring some pink accessories. Do what you gotta do. And to the folks coming up here, I ain't got nothing for y'all. <laughs> I just I don't. Like I have nothing for y'all.
2: Shout out to my good brother Carlos Brown on the Carlos Brown show as he's checking us out today. Uh, We got a birthday present for you, Carlos. Come on up to Jack. Oh, yeah,
1: this game is typically around his birthday. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, and speaking of, you know, the dates don't necessarily match up. Well, and I think we told Drew we were going to do a 30-minute show tonight. We're getting about there. Uh, The dates don't exactly match up. But, you know, another thing to consider about this rivalry, that's a little spice to it. When we played Southern down in Baton Rouge last year, this was the game where Coach Prime made his return. Man, yeah. it was man, it was about a thirty-eight degree night. Coach was about down 30 pounds. You know, a lot of people didn't know at the time, still dealing with some some open wounds from his surgery, but he got up out that hospital to come be with his Tigers and coached us and wielded us a victory down there. Uh, another thing to consider, Chuck, that we're gonna get into deeper on Friday night. We've beaten this team twice. Hey, Neely, what do you mean we beat them twice? We beat Prairie View for the Swag Championship. This, ah. is re- this is a remake of what prayer View brought to the table because of the culture staff there. But we're going to talk about all that later on, Chuck.
2: We'll talk about that later on, Eric Dooley, in his first season there uh, on the bluff down there with Southern. Looking forward to it, man. We will get into more of this conversation, Jackson State v. Southern, on Friday. Until Friday, it's Bishop, it's Neely, it's the pregame show, Jackson State v. Southern. What could be better? If I cash after you $40, Chuck, can I get my sign back? Man, if you don't, get out of here! <laughs> we'll see you Friday.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and for all those who's listening and watching it from around the world, And we are now live from the corner of Dalton and Lyft Street. It's the show where we take you inside the game before the game begins. It's the Pregame with your hosts, Charles Bishop and Neely. So get ready because we pregame harder than the other show's porn. It's the Pregame.